0: Welcome back to the Water Boys podcast. I'm here with my co-host Josh. We're on the sixth floor of the Vancouver Public Library. What are we talking today, Josh? Nick, Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl. Who you got? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the Chiefs and the 49ers, right?
1: Right. Uh, I'm not a big football I, fan. I'm not a big football fan either, but uh, I'll go for the Niners. All right. I'll go with the Chiefs. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll make a bet later or something. I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> um so today I th- thought we said we were gonna talk about the jazz. They're struggling a little bit right now. Uh we're talking about the All Star snopes Ooh. Uh you want maybe a little bit of Zion. A little bit of Zion. And there was one more, or is that it? I think the last one I wanted to talk about the second seed in the West. Okay. Well, oh, that's interesting. Okay. Uh yeah. So those are topics. Uh, right now, we're definitely going to start off with. We're going to start off
0: with Utah. Utah. I got a few questions about Utah. They've been struggling recently. Josh, have you? As you can see, what do you think is their biggest problem right now?
1: Uh, so, as of right now, four game losing streak. Yesterday, they got shellacked by the Portland Trailblazers. Um, I I watched a little, uh, i I've been watching a little bit of their games. The previous ones they lost. I I ended up watching. Um, the whole game last night uh if there is one thing i have noticed nick is that they do have defensive problems right now and i don't know where that's stemming from um, but if you were to if you were to do a uh, search up of how everyone's doing over their past four games and you were to rank them right now utah has the 29th best defensive rating This is a team that's known for being one of the better defensive teams. They have the 29th best uh, defensive rating and their net rating over those four games is a minus 10. And that's good enough for 27th in the league. Um, Connolly, I know we were complaining a lot about him uh, uh, the last time we talked about the Jazz. I don't know if you remember. Um, He came back... In the games he came back, uh, he's averaging 10 points. Thing is, he's averaging 44 from the field, but he's also averaging 29% from three, which is abysmal. I think Uh, his last game was his return. He scored 22? uh, When last night, yeah. Last night, he actually had a really decent game. He shot 4 for 6 from three, had 22 points. Uh, his plus minus, he was still a minus four last night. I know plus minus isn't a stat we should go on, but, uh, I, I, still give it a look sometimes just cause, uh, I mean, it holds some, it holds some truth to it. You can see something out of it. Um, but, but yeah, if there is one thing I did notice yesterday, Nick is, uh, Joe Ingles, he might be on the starting lineup, but there is no offense coming through him. I don't know if that's. If that's been a problem with uh, ever since uh, Conley came back, but I do notice that he is not initiating the offense as much as he should, and also I noticed yesterday that uh, that there was no pick and roll between him and and Rudy Gobert, and in case you look at their stats, Ingles only took two shots last night. And if I'm not mistaken, Rudy Gobert went one for four last night, Well, I think. Let's be clear.
0: Gobert isn't the best guy on the block. He doesn't have the most gracious hands. He has stone hands. True. But I think their losing streak started with Houston when Eric Gordon dropped that 50 point on him. Then they go to the Spurs and they lose there. They go to Denver, lose there. Go to Portland, they lose there. Guess their next three opponents.
1: Who are they? Nick, and Lane, me.
0: Denver, Portland, and Houston again. And oh. Dallas, down the road. Now they got Miami, San Antonio, Houston again. Their schedule gets pretty hard until the 26th. They have Phoenix after Houston,
1: then they have Boston. After that is Washington, Cleveland, and New York. So in other words, they got to find a way in, uh, and uh, weather the storm somehow. Yes. To get out of this and hopefully come unscathed from it. Because they're already dropping down to what their fourth place right now, as of right now, if that, I'm not mistaken. Well, we're gonna dive into that second seed, but let me um, fact check for you real quickly. They're fourth right now. Yeah, they're fourth right now, um, and that was after a pretty good run, thirteen but, game run. Yeah, thirteen game run, um, and where they were just winning, and like I told you, I pointed you out to this. Like they they were playing very bad opponents, and the teams that did face that were hard like Miami ended up losing. Uh, And then they ended up facing uh, who was it? The Clippers Clippers and they ended up spanking the Clippers. But then other than that, there was no other really noticeable teams that they played that were of this caliber. And of course, at some point during your schedule, you got to face the tougher teams and it's starting to show, is this who they really are, Nick? Oh, that's a good question. I think, at their best, they're a fourth,
0: fifth seed in the West. A fourth, fifth seed, yeah. I, I think I, they I, will I get agree. shellacked by the Lakers in the second round if they keep this up. I agree. I've seen the Lakers play. Well, right now, I think Lakers would be a very bad matchup for Utah.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like in the in the playoffs, sometimes there's just, just spots where you can't play Rudy Gobert too. So as much as he's like the defensive player of the year, um, when he has to come out and guard, it's like he's he just has problems. He's like a fish out of water. Yeah, um, at the at the rim though, he's he's amazing. Don't get me wrong, he's 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 an all talent. Um, but once you start getting players who who need you to come out to guard, for example, like Lillard yesterday, Lillard was, Lillard was having his way last night against Gobert. Gobert was trying to wait for him deep inside the uh, deep inside the key. Guess what? He just shoot Pull over. Up three. He just shoot, right? And then when when Gobert would try to come at him, guess what? Whiteside would be open. Throws it over him. Alleyoop. Boom. Oh, Whiteside That's was 16. feasting on Gobert yesterday too. He was, and, and I mean, we've been. At, or I don't know why you, but I've been bagging on on Whiteside. Mm-hmm. But um, you know what? I'm starting to take that back because the last few games I've been watching, and holy. He's He's been been putting in, he's been putting in this time. He's been a force. And like, he's, he's not only blocking players that are smaller than him. He's just blocking.
0: Monsters.
1: Right. Yesterday, Gobert, he got blocked a couple times. I know Gobert's not, like you said, he's not the best defensive or offensive player, but he was getting, he was blocking them. Uh, Anthony Davis. He had a hard, Anthony Davis had a hard time against Gobert on Friday too. Uh, Or no. Hassan. Or Hassan. Yeah. Sorry. Um, But you're right. Uh, I think we might be overestimating um, Utah maybe, and maybe they are just what what they are, a fourth seed team. And uh, unfortunately, I think they just got to find a way to balance in and how they involve Ingles and Gobert too, and not just have it go through uh, Conley and um, Spider-Mitchell. I was watching a little bit of the Conley and Gobert
0: pick and roll. It works for Conley for sure, but I think Conley's rusty. Mm And Gobert doesn't know what he wants yet. And another problem I feel with them is
1: they're so predictable because we know who's going to get the ball, right? It's exactly. Mitchell. Exactly right. And like they, they, like I said, they gotta, they gotta spread around that offense a little bit more. Be less predictable. I mean, you got three guys who can handle an offense. You got Conley, you got Mitchell, and you also got Engels. Why don't you use them all? Why are you only focusing exactly on? on on Mitchell and uh and uh, Conley it just makes no sense to me so at some point they're going to have to if they if they're smart and if they really want to get past the first round they're going to have to eventually figure it out how to run it through all three guys so that you keep your opponents guessing and so that it's not easy for them to be guarding right and I, and also they got to they got to improve their defense nick i mean look at some of the numbers they've been they've been allowing they've been the, giving like, last four games is a lot i think one all in the 120s yeah I, I, there was one game where it was just 110 but regardless still um, you're giving up a lot yeah for for a team that should be known as a defensive a defensive team one of the best teams in the league they got to improve that they can't allow that to happen i think they're
0: a little bit of trouble like you said down the road i don't know if they're going to show up against these big teams i mean their next stretch right now that's a lot of good teams they're playing. Yeah, this is where we, this is where we're gonna see like what they're made of. Yeah, I think um, they lost to Dallas even without Luca too. I I think it was.
1: Yeah, I I think so, um, but but yeah, Nick, uh, they got they got to figure their their, their shit out soon. Um, I, don't, I I'm not look I'm not liking how they're playing right now, and if anyone says that, oh. Uh, we just got hyped up for it because of the moment they were in, right? Ten game winning streak, but like, like I said, if you look at that schedule, that was super easy, and you expect them to be winning all those games. But now that they're going to be facing tougher opponents, I think it might be a different story. I think you hit the nail
0: on the head with the tougher opponents. You're going to show your true colors. And you're going to see what to expect from them in the playoffs. I mean, if they're going like this, it's going to be 4th, 5th. Who's the 5th right now? Dallas? Dallas. Dallas or Houston? That's going to be a grinded-out series, 6-7 games. Then you might get pummeled in the second round
1: by a, by a LeBron, right? Yeah, I mean, you can even see them going out in the first round, man. If even the first round? If even, they don't pick it up in the, in the defensive end, they're going to be eaten alive. Even the 3rd-6 matchup will be bad for them, too. Yeah, right. Right, it would be, but but yeah, man, Utah's got to figure this shit out pretty soon. Nikki Chu, what do you think
0: about the all star reserves? Ooh. remember when I picked my West and you got mad at me for picking Westbrook? You know what?
1: (sighs) Are you still mad at me? No, I'm not. Why? Because he's been kicking ass lately, like, he's been really training it up. I thought at that point when we were making our picks. Um, he, he had a good, he had a good run, right? But good. like, I think he had th- a good seven games. Yeah. Yeah. And then in my head, I was just like, okay, it's just seven games. And then next thing you know, he's going to fizzle out. I've been, I've been wrong, man. Apologies out to Westbrook and he, he's been kicking ass. Good. Next, for him. next, what? Eight, nine games. He's averaging
0: 30 triple double, not taking any stupid threes.
1: Yeah. He's been playing smart, right? And while Harden has been having a bit of a slump, slump, right? But he's been he's been keeping it up, and he's been trying to keep the seam afloat. Now, with the West picks, I whoa, think... Whoa, whoa, whoa. You also laughed at me for putting some bonus in.
0: Which one? Oh, the East, right? Exactly. I think he got picked into the reserves, right? Yeah, he oh, did. Oh, my God. So, um, I'm sorry. So, exactly. I owe an apology to Sabonis. I owe an apology to Joshua. I'm very <laughs> sorry. I didn't mean to doubt you
1: guys. <laughs> to be honest, that was my last pick, and I didn't even know that he was going to make it. That was a complete <laughs> fluke. Um, I, but, like, I like the way the guy plays. But, um, but yeah, I was surprised. But, anyways, go ahead with your uh, thought. The West picks.
0: That is a guard-heavy reserve. That's, like, f- three guards? Yeah. Was it three or four? No, yeah. they got Leonard, Westbrook, Chris Paul, Chris Paul.
1: Right? Yeah. Then we have the Gobert. Oh no, we have Mitchell too. Yeah, Mitchell. That was insane, eh? That's um, so they're, they're many be, guards. They're gonna be playing. Uh, well, I mean, it's not like we do it back, like they did it back in the day, where it was just West versus East, right? Could you imagine that lineup against the East? It's just like a bunch of small guards and stuff, right? You get murdered alive. Um, but now, but now it's what is it? Um, Giannis and 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 LeBron are going to be each picking their teams, right? Um, Well, that made news, but what also made news was the people they left out. Which one were the two big ones, Nick? Bradley Beal and Devin Booker. Okay, don't interrupt me yet. I'm kidding.
0: So those two picks, I'll I'll give you a brief breakdown. So Bradley Beal's averaging 29 this year, and Devin Booker's averaging 27. So the All-Star Reserves... How does it work typically? So, from what I'm seeing here, it goes based on your team's winning games and coaches would vote the players in, right? Right. So, it's 30, is it all head coaches or is it head coaches, assistant staff,
1: and everyone else? From what I know, it's head coaches that make the the decisions, right? Yeah. Uh, So, they gather and make decisions, right? Yeah. So,
0: I'm going to go over the criteria, right? So your team has to be winning. You're playing well. Let's say those are the two main criteria. Would you agree with me? Yes. Okay. So let's go over the West reserves. So Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, they're winning, check. Are they playing well? Check. So it's justified. Yes. Chris Paul playing well, team winning, check. Westbrook, the team winning, is he playing well? Check, right? Lillard, is the team winning, and is he playing well? Yes and no.
1: Um oh I right know they're in a little bit of a heat check, right? Um starting to win a little bit now with uh, Lillard carrying them. Um but you also can't deny the fact that Lillard had or not had had I mean has had a career season. This has been the best one he's had up to up to this date in his career. Um that's the only reason I can figure out and as to why. Uh, they 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 put him on. I mean, it's a good it's a good reasoning, right? And the guy's on fire right now. Um, but I don't I, I don't. Who else would have you have picked other than Lillard then? Right, it's like that's where I'm getting at. I, I, I like how uh, Shaq was saying it. He's like, we're picking the best players, not the best teams. Right, and and I agree with him in that point, but like, there's a point where there's a point where um, the best players can also be on crappy teams, right? In which I agree with him, Um, but also, like, who who would you be kicking out for for Booker? Huh? Lillard? There's no way in hell I'm kicking out Lillard out for Booker. I can see, I can see. Uh, what do you call it? I can see you picking Bi and kicking him out. All oh, right, Bi. Um, but you, I can also see you saying Chris Paul, and I, I think that's where I would make my pick. I would say Chris Paul. I would take out and put Booker in, or no? You're shaking your head. Okay, tell me who. No. So if we're going with the criteria alone and
0: just that, like that's our all, like our. What do they call it? Like a one-stop thing? Mm-hmm. Then it'd be Lillard. Or, sorry, no. It'd be Lillard or Ingram because they they both have good years, but they're both their teams are not doing well, right? So those two spots would be up
1: for contention. The other reserves are not because they fit both criterias. Okay, okay, fair enough. So, okay, I agree with you on that then. So then who would, who would you be kicking out for, for, for Booker then? Lillard, I, I guess i said career year he's on fire right now his team's battling for a spot and then you have Ingram who's also having a most improved year but like I, I feel out of the two I think you would kick out Ingram and then put in Booker in but uh you also gotta look at like how his efficiencies have improved his three point shooting has improved and at the same time uh BI has had a lot of injuries on his team and now they're slowly starting to get healthy. They're starting to get together. And they're starting to put up fights now with uh, with uh, Zion Williamson there. So do you, are you telling me you'd kick out Ingram then and put in Booker instead? Yes, just because I think
0: based purely on the fact that he's... I don't want to be shallow, but I'm saying he's averaging more than... Ingram and his team is doing better than Ingram too, right? I, I
1: don't know now. I think they're tied. It's like a one-loss one, one loss difference. Actually, Pelicans lost today against the Rockets, so two-game two loss two difference. Two-game loss difference. So
0: <clears throat> I would have gave it to Booker. Well, let's say if I were to give it to Booker, it'd be over Ingram then. That's the only person I'm seeing, to be honest.
1: Um... Guy's shooting 51% from the field. And he, from three, he is hitting 36%. Uh, he's He has a career high of, what, 35.3 points per game. Uh, I'm talking about Booker. Um, yeah, I can see why you would say uh, you put Booker over, over Ingram. Um, it, it's a tight one. I just feel that the reason they ended up putting booker in or er, sorry ingram in there is just cuz um, i guess he was just creating more hype if you think about it that's the only reason i can think about because i mean he's he he's making all these quantum leaps while uh, booker like he's regressed a little but his numbers are still better than than ingram's but to me that's the only reason i can think of cuz think- to me you're right Devin Booker does deserve that spot over Ingram. I think based purely on the fact that
0: Ingram, like you said, he made quantum leaps in his field goal and his three-pointers and his attempts, his efficiency, right? But I could argue Devin Booker has been more efficient this year because of the better teammates and he's playing a lot better.
1: Right, and not only that, but like hes if you look at his numbers, he's been doing it for a while. So I don't know how you could have kept it. If anything, this would have been the year that you put him on the team. I'm just going to call a spade a spade. It's it's a snub to Booker, but Ingram also earns it as well. Okay. N- now, what about from the East? That th- conference is terrible. No, I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> um, so, Beale uh, is the snub of the East. He's Beale averaging 29 snub. points, right? So, let's go over the reserves. Yeah. I, f- I forgot all of them. You're going to have to remind me. So, it's Kemba. Kemba. Who else? Okay. It's a bonus. Because <laughs> you keep reminding
1: me. Bam out of bio. Bam out of bio. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. Keep going. I know you can find it. Uh, Kem- Kemba? <laughs> Kemba, right? Yo, you already said Kemba, bro. Oh, sorry. Tatum. Yeah, Tatum's in there. Okay, Tatum. Wait, that's all of them, right? That's six. <laughs> I'm gonna start stop teasing you. So, okay, so uh it's it's butler. Simmons, Lowry, Middleton, Sabonis, Tatum, and Natabio. Oh, no Tatum. Yeah, I just said Tatum before. Oh Tatum, Adebayo. sorry.
0: Um so no Kyrie and no
1: Oh sorry, sorry. Um so no Beal in there. No Beal. And no Kyrie. Kyrie is understandable. He's barely played. That uh, that that's fine. So that's fine. That's I'm fine. fine with that. That's fine
0: with that. Um okay, so
1: Going over the criteria, so teams that are
0: winning and players that are doing well. So Adebayo, yeah. checks both. Yep. Butler, Butler, not really. He's averaging pretty bad
1: numbers. But you know what? He's improved and on top of that, he's leading that team. But like, if I were to pick out of any of these guys of who I would take out... Let me guess, Lowry. <sighs> Even then, man... I don't it'd be between Lowry and Butler. To be honest with you, I knew it because you can't take out Kemba. You can't take out Kemba. No Miami's way. a lock. So is Simmons. Simmons has been having a great year defensively, right? especially defensively. Sabonis so is a lock. Sabonis. I, I mean, even Sabonis, like you could really take him out and you could put in Beal, but like you're gonna have a small ass team, right? Um, so I I don't know that that's a. The, this is this is more of a toss-up. And it's just the fact that all of these guys what, what's the one thing they all have in common, Nick? Tell me, you tell me. All their teams are winning. Fuck. It's it's as simple as that. They're all winning. I know that's you, true, right? I know you want to have the best players out there and stuff. But um what do you call it? And like I was looking at Bradley Beale stats. The only thing I have against him is that he has the third worst defensive rating on this team. If you even call it a team, it's it's a bad team. It's a dumpster fight. Right? It, 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 like you can't blame him for that. And like, yeah, he has the third worst defensive rating. But it's like, if I'm looking at I'm looking at you, Isaiah Thomas, you have like the second worst defensive rating, and you played you've played 300 minutes less than him. So like, what the hell? You can't play. You can't blame Beal. He's playing the most out of everyone. Obviously, if you put him on the court, what's going to happen? You're going to get your ass kicked with that team. Like, how are you supposed to win with that team? It's like you're highlighting all the deficiencies. Yeah, exactly. And, like, just the fact that he's... So, just the fact that he's just killing it right now, right? I mean, I'm looking right now at his at his uh, stats per 100 uh, possessions. The guy's... The guy, if you adjust it, he's averaging 37.9 points per game. And he's shooting, what, 45% from the field. I mean, like, he's... He's got he's got the numbers. It's just the fact that his team's not doing well. So you're saying this one would this one's not much of a snub as Devin Booker then? Uh yeah, I, w- I would agree. I'd agree. Uh I feel like Booker's having the better season, obviously. Think about it like this. They're both on shit teams. They're both having good seasons, but who's having the better season? Booker. Right? So pure and simple. So right there, I'd be like, okay, Booker makes it. B.I., he's, he's young, he's got a future ahead of him, he can make the team anytime he wants to, or any time in the future, right? Um, but in terms of this, I mean, like, they just all cross, they, they all cross, both, they, they, they cross ch- off the requirements. Yeah. yeah, they all both, so, like, I understand why Bill would be mad, but uh, at the same time, you can't really blame the coaches for picking these guys. I mean, if your team wasn't so booty half the season, this wouldn't have happened. And, like, it's not his fault either. Like, you can't blame him for that. Um, but I like I said, out of these guys, I can't really think of. Like I said, it's just it, between Butler, Lowry, and Sabonis. Those would be the three guys that I would probably end Lowry. up. Lowry, Lowry would be the biggest one. Yeah, you think Lowry, but you, even Lowry, like his team is doing so well right now, right? But he's playing. Uh, I, mean, I they're, guess they're they're on a they're on a ten game winning streak. Yeah, they're um, second in the East. They're playing right now. uh I don't know what the score is, but we I think know. they lost. Um. But yeah, 10 games in a row. uh, He's playing well. Can't ask for more than that, right? And you can see why they ended up picking him. So we're in agreement, right? So that
0: we're saying the West was a bigger snub than the East.
1: I I, I totally agree with that. Yeah,
0: I would say Well, for once, we agree on something. (laughs) Next topic. So after our miraculous agreement over the West being a bigger snub than the East, we're going to move on to another challenging topic that probably won't have agreement between us and that's the second seed of the east or west not east so second seed of the west good segue good segue so the second seed of the west has been a it's been a jumbling of a few teams i would say so it's been utah clippers and sometimes denver but maybe there's a dark horse in dallas so the second seed of the West. Who do you think is going to end up taking it? Give me your reasoning.
1: Don't give me no superstar. This and that. Okay, <laughs> shut up. Uh, who's taking second spot in the in the West? Um, Clippers have as of today. The Clippers are in it as of today. Yeah, thirty four and
0: thirteen.
1: Yeah. <sighs> this is t- this is a tough one. I originally wanted to pick Denver because um, just the fact that they're gonna be able to be going at full uh, a full throttle throughout the season, they don't have load management. Uh, I know they have uh, they have uh, injuries happening to them right now, but they've been ab- able to weather them a little bit. Um, but it, it's just gonna it's just gonna end in LA bro Clippers. Uh, the clippers can turn it up whenever they want. They're starting to get some regularity in there. Uh, yesterday, they finally had uh, another game in which everyone played against the Timberwolves. But let me say this What if Paul
0: George doesn't show up in the playoffs? What if he runs into issues with health? What is Kawhi? I'm not going to say Kawhi flames out. What if he runs into quad issues? What if Lou Will doesn't show up? There's a lot of question marks with the Clippers. I know it's regular season. Hear me out.
1: They're deep Clippers. But Denver is deep as well. They so, are Denver is deep. I agree with you. Here's the thing though. None of them have been a have been in the big time uh, in, in the big time games. And it's the furthest they made last year against Portland. What happened? They should have beat them. What ended up happening? Portland ends up taking it. They they don't have the players approve it. Uh, Jamal Murray, like I said, we remember we talked about uh, who had the, out of the guys that had signed new contracts, who had the worst, uh, contract. I think we ended up picking Jamal Murray, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Um, cause he, and this is just based on the fact that he hasn't improved this year. Uh, he's still injured, right? He's still injured. Um, they're still, they're still playing off some games, right? So you can see right there that uh maybe they might miss him a little bit but like the fact that he hasn't improved he hasn't taken a leap this year that's really hurting them uh i know you have all those questions about the clippers and fair game fair game i agree with you thing is uh paul george is not asked to be the number one dude it's kwai kwai has shown up and until somebody beats him i'm gonna stick by him i'm um, uh, uh, I'm a Lakers fan, but I, I, I stick by him. I think he's still going to be able to pull it off. Um, you have questions about all the other players. All the other players have been there, Nick. They gave, they gave Golden State a run for their money last year. Uh, I know they only, they were only able to take two games out of them, but I feel like the Clippers, once they're all together, they're going to have the load management. They're going to be fresh. I don't see how the injuries are gonna are, are gonna limit them. If anything, I would think right now that all the injuries they're make, they they have right now, they're probably making up just have, just to keep the guys ready for the playoffs. And at the end of the day, uh this the this conference is gonna run through LA like you've been saying it for a while now.
0: I like that you agree with me on that part. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Nick. Okay, so you're saying Clippers for the second seed? Yes. Then were you going third and fourth? Sorry, I'm kidding. But that's not part of the question. I'm saying it's Denver. Here's my reasonings. I think that team is built like they're built to have a long, enduring seasons because they have so many moving parts. I know that didn't make sense, but hear me out. So they have. I would say they can play eight deep, nine deep, ten deep. They have a lot of players that can play on that team.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: right? Everything runs through Jokic, which is fine, but you got Michael Porter Jr. that's showing up now. and He's fresh. He had a lot of time off. And he can weather some of that fatigue for the Denver team. I know s- sometimes you're going to have some games where you're, everyone's a little slow, but if you have that spark plug on the bench, it helps a lot. Kind of like a Lou Will, I know. I think and the way Denver plays, they're not... Uh, is not dependent on one one type of play, if you get what I'm saying. Yes, like, yes. Yeah. They, yeah, sure, they run through Jokic, but they can run through a lot of other people too. That's true. And Jokic yes. is the big cog. That's true. But my concern with the Clippers is they play like they're tired of each other. They don't look like they're having fun out there. Uh, I know it's a business in the NBA, but you ever see like the Bucks play? It's a lot of fun. And they do like the WWE style wrestling in the back while they warm up. Every one of them is
1: having fun. Well, I mean, you could say the same thing about the Raptors last year. I mean, they weren't doing any of that stuff. They ended up coming out on top. Uh I think I, I it was a bit of it was a lot of luck too. Well, they were also um they were there was also rumblings of there being troubles at the beginning because Kawhi was doing so much load management. I yeah. don't know if you remember that. I remember that. Um, and it ended up working fine. I mean, at the end of the day, it's about, it's about coming ready coming to together the playoffs. Coming in the playoffs. And just being able to weather whatever storm is, hits but lem- you. But lem- ugh, let me say this.
0: The Raptors made two trades. Right. Two trades in that season, right? They brought in more veteran leadership for that team. Of course, it's going to help in the playoffs because you have so so much playoff and so much veteran experience around the team to weather the storm. And that was a perfect team for Kawhi because every one of those players could play offense and defense. Right. Right? Right. This is not the same story in the Clippers. I have concerns about Trez, Montrell Harrell, for people who don't know, and Lou Williams. I have concerns about Paul George, not defensively, offensively. I think he still needs a lot of time to get that groove back in. Right. And I have some concerns about their play calling down the stretch. Because they've run a motion offense. They're gonna run the screens for the rings to come up, right? Flare screens. Mm-hmm. Right. And this is the problem if you don't have a creative point guard. Right. These are and I think their bench isn't as great as i thought it would be i mean Shamit's there Jamichael michael green you got mo harkless you got zubach know he's starting but he comes off the bench a lot
1: yeah i i, I agree with you on patrick those, patterson on those points I mean, but like yeah. well, like i said denver's I, denver's yet to do it and you mentioned uh porter jr are you really going to depend on a rookie or, or not even a rookie i mean he's barely played are you, are you really going to depend on him to be a spark plug in the playoffs? I don't know if that's going to be able to last. And to be on, to be honest with you, when 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 they start needing clutch shots, who are they going to get it from? I don't know if Jamal Murray can do it. I don't Jokic, he probably could. But do you really want your center to be, be doing that? I mean, how many times have a, has a center taken over and be hitting clutch shots? It's very rare because they clog up the lane. And the only thing that will get them free is basically anything that they basically have to play through him and he has to make the passes. So you're now depending on other players around you to be making those clutch shots. Which one Which one of those players are you going to be depending on? That's true. So That's it, my problem. With is it movie. fair to say, I'll break it down
0: with our arguments. So you're saying you have the superstars that are proven, that know what to do, that've been in this situation, that can get you a bucket. You value that getting you to the second seed over a deep team that's relatively unexperienced but they have a lot of moving parts that can play and they're well coached but they don't have that experience
1: yet. Is that what you're saying? Yes. And the fact that the Clippers once they all have all their guys together they're just a defensive nightmare. Like you don't you get defended by that team it's scary. You don't know what to expect. Okay. So my next question sorry I'm going to phrase it like
0: this. So what if the Clippers go into the playoffs and they're not all healthy? They're second seed and they're playing OKC, right? And, you know, you're going to ride Kawhi and he's going to get you those points. He's going to get you those shots. But he doesn't have a perfect storm going into the playoffs like he did with the Raptors. Is that fair to say? Yes, that's fair to say. He does not have a quarterback in the center. That's right. He does not have a good power forward who can make shots and block shots. That's right. He does not have two guards that can defend and play well. Well, he has one, but he doesn't have the other one. Right. Right. And he doesn't have a Siakam. Right. Right. Um, as good as Paul George is, he doesn't. He's not going to be able to fly over the court like Siakam does. Right. In the same, similar manners. I'm not saying they're not. I'm not saying. Either one are better than each other on the defensive end. They bring different things defensively. Mm.
1: My my argument to that is that no matter what, they have the guy that's been proven, and that what do you call it? They've been. They trust me. They all all these injuries they're making up right now. They're just resting, and not only that. But in the season in the games that have mattered, guess what? Who's shown up? They have. They've proven that once they're once that the once the games actually matter, they can actually show up and that they can actually ball. And the fact that they're doing that half ass while everyone's going full throttle, especially against the Lakers. So Lakers have been going full throttle since the beginning of the season. Doesn't it worry you a little that the Clippers can just show up not even have been be playing a great stretch of games together, and still beat the Lakers does not not worry you. It worries the hell out of me. It just shows me that whenever they're needed, they're gonna show up, and that they're able to handle whatever's thrown at them. And like e- even if they're undersized, I mean look look at the Lakers. They haven't been able to use their centers to their advantage. Right. That's true. Yeah. So, I, like I like you said. Conference, the conference, the Western Conference goes through LA. You're telling me that the Lakers are not worried a little bit about the uh, 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 about the Clippers. Come on, man, you can't you can't be saying that? That's a lie. You know very well that they're worried about him And when that and when they do meet, because I think they will meet at some point, the final Western, Western Conference Finals. Western conference Finals. I think that um, it's just it's just going to be that Kawhi is going to be able to show up. He's going to be hitting his shots. And everyone else, as long as they clamped out defensively on the Lakers, they limit them to whatever uh, bad shots they're able to. So you're saying a
0: repeat of the Raptors where historically that offense. You know, historically that offense was only one point greater. Sorry about interrupting. Yeah. They're only one point greater with Kawhi. I think it was 1.8. And they're a negative with Damar. So you think they're going to go that route. Everyone play defense. Kawhi makes a shot a la um sixers except you
1: have players that can actually shoot exactly that's what i'm thinking and i think they'll be they'll end up being successful in the end um i i still think it's seven
0: games i don't know who's gonna win i can't really say right now because both teams show me a lot of inconsistencies but they can show me a lot of things that they really do damage in
1: and that's the beauty of having two stars on each team right Like, as good as they are, they can have some bad moments, too. Okay. I think we need to go. Okay. All right, then. Uh, Nick, it's been great recording with you. Thanks again. Uh, I'll see you next week. I'll see you next week. It's been a blast. Follow us on Waterboys Podcast on Uh, Instagram. Waterboys with a Z, yep. And uh, thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye.